Today's episode of the Halloween 365 podcast, are you looking in the mirror? Are you seeing ghosts? Or are you just seeing doubles? We're talking doppelgangers. It's coming. Leave me alone. He doesn't believe it. Don't you know what happens on Halloween? Welcome back to the Halloween 365 Podcast. I'm Justin. And I am Jeremy. And this is the only podcast where it's horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. Ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing today? Mm, He almost forgot it again. Well, we're here to break up the monotony of your week. Even though it's a short week, we are uh, fresh out of Memorial Day. This is episode 101 of the podcast. If you've not listened to episode 100, we highly encourage you to go back and take a listen because it's something that we've been working up to. And uh, it was a good episode. It was a really good episode, actually, uh, surprisingly enough. Yeah, no, I thought it was a really good episode. Uh, one of our better ones, for sure. Mm. Uh, mm. Um, I don't know. Definitely go back and listen. I loved it. Chad is out today. He's busy uh, managing fist fights at your local arcade. And uh, <laughs> but have no fear, because we are going to bring you the Halloween news, the latest and greatest and creepy, spooky, paranormal news that's coming from uh, the hot sheets. If you've not heard that before, and uh, of course, our main topic for tonight, which is doppelgangers. Does everybody have one? Well, I guess we're going to find out. Jeremy, how many days until Halloween do we have here? We have exactly 154 days from the day that we are recording until Halloween. So today's the 30th, ladies and gentlemen, and we don't have much longer until Halloween. We are we are inching closer. As a matter of fact, something I wanted to bring up, since we are about to hop right into the Halloween news, is that there have been code oranges everywhere oh yeah where uh have you seen them stores home goods uh at home marshall's places like that have been popping up halloween decor that's the code oranges that i'm talking about there was even a a halloween candy section that was nothing but russell stover's 2023 halloween candy that i saw as well and so since we are past halfway to halloween it only makes sense because this time last year is whenever we first started seeing code oranges pop up uh, obviously we won't see the majority of them until around August, but it's giving you hope. So if you guys out there have been needing a little bit of, uh, inspiration or cheering up, then you can go to your local at home or, uh, home decor store and they have some of the fall stuff out. It has already been seen, maybe not near you, but it won't be long before it is going to be near you. So. And if you have any that you see, send them to us, because code oranges make my week better. (laughs) So, Jeremy, you've got some Halloween news for us. Can you give us something to uh, brighten up our week here? Yes, I do have... uh, I don't have a whole lot of news, but I've got some things for us. So, um, to all you thrill seekers out there, have roller coasters. I don't like them. But... A spooky indoor roller coaster called the Dark 
coaster. They didn't know. Is it the dark coaster or the dark coaster? There's not two Ks. Um, where did I see? Anyway, it opens up at Bush Gardens. So, um, a new indoor roller coaster, uh, dark ride, dark coaster at Bush Gardens theme park in Williamsburg, Virginia, officially opened to the public last week. And, um, well, it looks pretty cool. Uh, and it's got my attention cause I'm excited about that. I like, I like, uh, Bush Gardens in Williamsburg. Oh yeah. It looks like, um, Right outside of the roller coaster, they got some uh, propped up skeletons. Uh, what looks like a dude dressed as a dead knight, maybe. Um, hmm. And uh, yeah, it's an indoor roller coaster. It's got its own little castle at the top area. It looks pretty cool. And I don't even like, like, I mean, I've never been on a roller coaster. I'm too afraid, but I, it looks cool. Um, But for you that like to keep your feet on the ground, like I do, we have some good news for you as well this week. So uh, they're calling it the Summer of Screams because there's going to be quite a few scary movies that are coming out this summer. So uh, it looks like there's a movie called Cherry Pie. It's uh, already now available on uh, VOD outlets, whatever that is. Um, it's uh, in My Cherry Pie on the Run, Three Criminals Find Themselves... Uh, held up at a notorious old hospital that happens to be hunting ground for a masked killer. Okay. Typical, typical. And we got a couple others, a movie called follow her. It comes out June 2nd. So that's something to look forward to. You know, 31st is, is when this is, uh, well, the 31st is when this comes out. So if you're looking for something to go to see this weekend, to follow her. Ah, well, uh, it says Jess has finally found her secretly filming um, her hook, secretly filming interactions she encounters via online job listings and using the kinks of others to fuel her success, her streaming success. So for her next episode, she's been hired by Tom to write uh, the ending of a screenplay in a remote. This sounds like something our other co-host would have came up with. <laughs> uh in a remote, lavish cabin. Once they're there, though, um, alluring, self-proclaimed screenwriter hands her the script in which two of them are the, uh, in which the two of them are the main characters. And this client isn't what he seems. And even though the money's great, the real payment could cost her her life. Mm. So there's follow know. her. Yeah, but you also recommended me smile. Hold it. Hold. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna let me finish this real quick because there's just two more movies, no. and then I'm gonna ask what's your bone okay. to pick with okay. Smile. Yep. 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 So Subspecies, uh, it's a franchise. Um, it looks like a vampire franchise. I've never seen it, uh, but Subspecies Four: Blood Rise um, is released on June second as well. Um, it says uh, it's released by Screenbox and Full Moon Features, and it definitely, uh, yeah, looks like uh, maybe it's a vampire. F werewolf mixture like the mix between the two anyway here's the big one friday june 2nd stephen king lovers the boogeyman will be unleashed in theaters if you haven't seen the trailer we've talked about it on here before it looks really good i've not read the book um just a real quick run through uh high school student sadie harper and her younger sister sawyer are reeling from the recent death of their mother and aren't getting with or much support from their father Will a therapist who is dealing with his own pain 
uh, oh, Will, my bad, a therapist dealing with his own pain, uh, is trying to help them out. And, um, when a desperate patient unexpectedly shows up at their home and he leaves behind, I cannot read today. He leaves behind a terrifying supernatural entity that preys upon families needs as suffering victims. So the dad is a therapist. There's somebody who's troubled who brings this boogeyman spirit into the home. It sounds pretty freaky. We'll see. I could have cut that short and sweet. So hold on. That's that's unfortunately that's all I've got in Halloween news today. But here's some news for you, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, this one here doesn't like smile. And if you've been listening, I have been raving about this goddamn movie. Let's hear it. Um, it's not that I hated it. It just it was very it follows, and I don't like that movie. I hate that fucking movie. But this wasn't AIDS. It doesn't have to be AIDS. It was the same concept, kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's very ring. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff, though. To me, I that, do too. That's scary. It, it's stuff you can't get rid of. Right, but it was done. Mm, this is it was different. already done. No, this is different. Spoiler no, alert, and then and, and then our co-host that's not here currently said that he read that Smile is an amalgamation of two movies that a dude couldn't sell to, uh, like he couldn't sell the scripts on two movies, so he combined them to make one movie. And I didn't say that that was a problem, but you can tell now that you know. Because the main character's whole... Struggle in life is like a whole other movie compared to what the bad part is. Okay, I, I mean, I guess I can see that, but at the same time, it's like you know this. You, you know, with the ring, it's you watch a videotape and something follows you. With it follows, you have sex and something follows you and tries to kill you. And with this, this one, one, you watch a suicide. Yeah. So it's kind of been done, but at the same time, it's not. It's a lot crazier because the deaths that you see in the movie. Plus, that's the smile alone, that's what creeps me out. I've seen that shit in my dreams. It's, yeah, but it's don't you remember every time that they found somebody in the ring, they were going... That wasn't a smile, that was a fucking... She sucked my soul out, which yeah. we don't know, but... Oh. Yeah. She's doing what that video done. Oh! <laughs> Old lizard? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. It. I didn't find it scary. Um... The only part that made me uneasy was the very first person that shows committing suicide. Mm, yeah, no. That whole... and then after that, I didn't really give a shit. I mean, I can see where it would get spooky because most of the stuff she sees is in the shadows. The birthday scene, that one got me. Well, I kind of, whenever she brought a gift and it was like emphasizing the fact that she brought a gift, I was like, oh, I know what's in that box. You did not know what was. Yes, I did. Yeah, because I was like, it doesn't just disappear. Like she's been yelling for that thing this entire time. And I was like, it's going to definitely turn up dead. I didn't care about what she did or. I didn't think that that was fucked up or anything. It's not anything that we've not seen. I think it's just become desensitized and you just keep using the same 
storylines and horror movies. It's following you. It's never going away. You can't escape it. And, no, there's ways um, to escape it. Not That's the thing really. I liked about this one. Yeah, because there was a way to escape it. Remember, the one dude escaped it. Uh, but he's also kind of stuck in prison for the rest of his life. But he still escaped it. With It follows, you couldn't escape it. The ring, yeah, you could say that. You could. Okay, there was a way in the ring. So, I give you that. But I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was creepier than those movies. It was creepier than It Follows, for fucking sure. But, nah, it doesn't beat the ring. In my opinion. Well, there's a part two coming, so we'll see. Oh, unfortunately. Well, moving right along here, I think that it's time for something a little bit different. Check the hot sheets. That is right. These are the hot sheets, ladies and gentlemen, for all of you that don't know if you've not heard this podcast before. That is where we go through the tabloids on the internet, all of those magazines you ignore and all the stories that you think are fake, and we read them to you. Not fully, but we're going to let you know about the scary stuff that's happening out there because there is no more reliable source than supermarket tabloids. So, first story that we have is from The Independent. And this was reported on nine hours ago. By the way, I want to throw this out there. The uh, Anybody that is into paranormal supernatural news uh, and you listen to this podcast, the most recent uh, military sighting uh, where they shared the footage of the UFO over top of the base and then it popped up on Rogan's podcast, it popped up on all these other podcasts. I want you to go back and I want you to take a look at it because we were the first ones to break that news, baby. It was right here. On the H3 podcast, H365 podcast, excuse me. We broke the news first before Rogan, before any of the others. Uh, 30 minutes within the article releasing, and it was right here. So you know where to get the real shit. It's right here. So, from the Independent, and this is also not only the Independent, this is also in a science uh, magazine as well, uh, and Popular Mechanics seems to be reporting it as well. A huge plume has been seen nine hours ago coming out of a nearby moon that can support alien life. Sorry, I, th- I thought I had to unmute it. Uh, so when you, when you say a plume, exactly what do you mean? Mm, glad you asked. A vast plume has been seen coming out of uh, one of Saturn's moons. The satellite is one of the best hopes for finding life outside of our own planet, according to astronomers and scientists. It would, uh, it this moon has salty water and other conditions that leave scientists to believe that it could support alien life, possibly. And now, the James Webb Telescope has watched a vast plume being ejected out of this moon, and it found that the water shooting out of the planet is more than 20 times the size of the moon itself. So researchers have already known that jets of water were spurring out of the moon, but the vast size of this one that was found by the Webb telescope led researchers to wonder whether they had made a mistake. The water plume extends far beyond its release region at the south pole of the moon. It, was, uh, it wasn't It was only the scale of the plume that was shocking. Uh, however, 
The researchers also found that the amount of water gushing is surprisingly large, 79 gallons of water that is shooting up out of the atmosphere of this moon, enough to fill an Olympic swimming pool in a couple of hours. Um, so it's got to this, be going back into it like a cycle. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So... Over time, researchers hope to keep watching this moon and view and learn more about how the jets of water and how they're formed out of the changes on the moon. Because obviously the water jets are getting bigger depending on uh, the cycles that the moon's in or the positioning and things like that. Uh, but what is important about this is that this was the largest jet that's ever shot out of it. And it's more along the lines of scientists trying to... Um, keep a close eye on this moon to see if that jet release was from the planet or if there's an alien species that's living on the planet that might have caused such a large water jet. And that's the only article I had for the hot sheets. Watch out for those moons out there. Other galaxies are not the only place where alien life is going to be. But remember, though, you heard it first. These are the hot sheets. Best investigator reporting on the planet. Go ahead, read the New York Times if you want to. They get lucky sometimes. Thanks, Manny. Mm. Thanks, Manny. Moving right along to our main topic of the episode, which is doppelgangers. Jeremy, what do you know about doppelgangers? Off the top of your head, well, I don't need you to be accurate. Yeah, no, well, the one thing I do know, uh, that it is a bad omen to see your doppelganger. They say that, um, one or both of you will die not long after, or maybe a year or so, two years. But yeah, in the grand scheme of life, that's not long. So, I mean, really, and, and they, they look exactly like you. Let's take the movie Us. Uh, yeah, your doppelganger is supposed to look identical at maybe a fatter version of your skinnier version um maybe a slightly different color but you look exactly the same in the face so right right well that's that's the that's the uh i guess lore we're not going to say myth that's the lore behind the uh, doppelgangers is traditionally that they have always been viewed as sinister or even as evil entities uh, a lot of people say, like you suggested, that seeing a doppelganger has also been considered a bad omen of misfortune or bad luck. And uh, But most often today, Jeremy, you'll see all kinds of people post pictures with their doppelgangers or people that look identical to them, however you want to reference it, and none of them have any bad luck. None of them die. That Nothing creepy happens. Okay. <laughs> so there's just been hundreds of photos of people that look alike and none of them have said anything about having bad luck or I mean have we'd have to do research in on that like that's what bad luck somebody... just picks and chooses no I'm saying like what if uh some of these people one of them is dead by now or what if they've had a string of bad luck well I mean you, posted it? you wait 30 years you're gonna die too you know like I don't mean like I that. mean <laughs> I don't think it's like that mm -hmm. I think it's lore I think uh think it comes down to your genes, but let's get into the creepy part before I get into the plausibility of it. Um, so for those of you that don't know, like Jeremy said, doppelganger is you, essentially, or, well, something that looks like you. 
Um, and it's not a new theory. Doppelgangers have been spoken of for a long time. As a matter of fact, before they were thought to just be you doubled, they were referred to as a spirit double. Yeah, so saying basically there's something that has manifested your looks and essentially, yeah. So basically, it's a a spirit double, uh, aka doppelganger, can has been traced back thousands of years, uh, and is present in all kinds of cultures. Uh, it holds a prominent place in um, like Egyptian cultures and things of that nature, um, but not as doppelganger, but more along the lines as uh, like a spirit double, like we like I just. Uh, said there but the word doppelganger is actually a german word which means a double goer of course leave it to the germans to figure it out but the germans made this word double goer and they referred to a double goer as a wraith or an apparition that casts no shadow and is a replica or double of a living person they're they were generally whenever uh the word doppelganger started being used they were generally considered omens bad luck signs of impending death a doppelganger seen by a person's relative or friend was said to signify that illness or danger could befall the person that the doppelganger looks like while seeing one's own doppelganger was said to be a certain omen of death uh, some accounts of doppelgangers from the past sometimes called the evil twin suggest that they might attempt to provoke advice to the person that they shadow almost acting like that they came from the future to deliver information to their other self and guide them in an evil way whenever you think that they're trying to look out for you with their your best benefit in mind. This is what the Germans believed about the doppelgangers or double-goer. Which seems to be where a lot of uh, the lore that we hear comes from, actually. Right. And so, like, let's just say, what if you do meet your doppelganger, and then they are trying to, like, like, it seems like, oh, yeah, like, they're trying to put you on a good path, so they think. Would you think it's just a coincidental thing there? Huh? Like. I don't think that. there. These people that are posting pictures are not saying, like, he keeps telling me to go to the Wall Street on the 5th of November, 1980. No, like. Again. I want some insight. The shit ain't happening. I feel like they just post the picture and they're like, okay. And yeah, because what do you want to do? Would you want to have dinner with them? I don't fucking understand what you're expecting from it. You just take the picture and you move on about your life. Why do you want to sit down and chit chat? And he's like, oh, that guy looks like I'm, me, but he's a little bit fatter. I'm not even talking necessarily about um, sitting down and having dinner with him or trying to talk to him or nothing like that. I'm saying from the moment that you see him and then you're like, okay, bye. And then you move on. Then at that point, they don't document whether either one of them had started right, bad luck. Because I feel like in today's day and age, they're just... I mean, you, a lot of bad luck is subjective. Anymore. You could say that you have bad luck at any point in time. And if they died after seeing them, that doesn't mean nothing either, because you're always going to die. Ow, that... <laughs> that's, like, that's like saying, you step on a rock, eventually you're going to die. <laughs> Again. <laughs> exactly what I was saying. Not many people are superstitious anymore. 
I mean, I am, but not this one doesn't make I mean, like, so hang on. Once again, I'm not going to get scientific yet. Still going to keep going into it. Uh, Doppelgangers in general, like I said, they go back a very deep amount of history uh, where people believed in this. As a matter of fact, one of the most famous uh, depictions of a doppelganger is a painting called How They Met Themself. And it comes from 1851. Uh, which is when the original sketch was done, and then they it was done in watercolor in 1864. But like I said, it's called How I Met Them, How They Met Themselves, and it's by Dante Gabriel Rossetti. And according to the interpretation, two medieval lovers are walking through the woods at twilight whenever they encounter their doubles who are glowing supernaturally. The man draws his sword in astonishment, and while his lover appears to collapse in a deathly swoon, the doppelganger imagery occurred. Sorry, excuse me. Whenever he drew his sword, the doppelganger uh, of his wife uh, crumbled in a deathly swoon. Which made his real wife crumble in a deathly swoon, which is what this painting is depicting. Um, But it also occurred in poems from this same artist. I wonder why they had such a fascination with doppelgangers. I was gonna say I can I see the painting. It looks pretty spooky because you can see the glow outside and right. You can see the glow on them, and then the the woman. glowing doppelganger male pulls out his sword, and it makes the wife of the other one fall in a deathly swoon from seeing it. I don't know. She's like, "Oh my god, his sword's way much way bigger than yours. He can't be your doppelganger." <laughs> you only got a cutlass, and he's got a halberd. Great sword. No, something about it. I mean, they were clearly firm believers of this stuff. I don't think she's deathly swooning. I think she's getting ready to leave her man. But, yes, this was uh, back in the 1800s. So doppelgangers, like I said, have been going on for quite some time. 1800s isn't even the earliest. That's just the earliest depiction. Uh, Real-life doppelganger cases, though, like Jeremy said, there are a few. Um, But while doppelganger cases are said to be works of fiction... Uh, there are a number of real-life cases in which individuals claim to have met their sinister double. Among the most noteworthy is Abraham Lincoln's experience. As chronicled by Noah... What? I was going to say, oh, Abraham Lincoln had one. Yeah, 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 I did not know this, actually. Um, but... I lost my place. Um, as chronicled by Noah Brooks in his book Washington in Lincoln's Time. According to his account, soon after Lincoln was elected in not in excuse me, shoot, eighteen sixty, he arrived home one day and looked into the bureau mirror where he saw himself reflected in double. So, so wait. He saw himself in the mirror. Is he a little oh, slow? They're saying that he's seen like the ghostly version of his doppelganger. Lincoln said, nearly at full length, but my face had two separate distinct distinct images. Lincoln noticed that although the images were nearly identical, one was a little paler and five... Oh, one was a little paler, five shades paler than the other. And his wife seemed to be very worried and told Lincoln that she believed that the paleness 
of the half-dual image was a bad omen signifying that he was going to die. And look what happened. But you can die at any point in time. But his wife was also a medium of some sort. She said to have. Uh, She's done... also been suspected to have made his death worse and made him further along and dying whenever they thought he was getting better. That she was in the room with him and that she was making him die quicker. That's just conspiracy, though. Yeah, but that, that's because as soon as he died, she was communicating him, uh, with him uh, from the other side, and people were like, She's crazy. Yeah. It's because she was. No. Um, so. As stated, you can find spirit doubles or doppelgangers in literature, myths, movies. Uh, However, the mythology of spirit doubles have far more ancient origins, as I was speaking about before. One of the earliest references in all of time that we have seen have been in the... Oh my god, I cannot pronounce... Been in the uh, Zervonite branch of... Zeronatism, the sect distilled a general abstract duality. I don't know what it is. Anyways, this specific um, branch of religion believes that a concept of manifest twins born of monist time? I don't know even know what that means. In this co- in this cosmological model, the twins were co-eternal representations of themselves, good and evil. So they're saying that everybody's got a good and evil side out there. Which doesn't make any sense because, you know, the the bad side would think that they're good and then the good side would think that they're good. So you wouldn't know who's good or bad. Good or bad's just really dependent on how you look at it. Like a Jeffrey Dahmer might think the bad version of me is good. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, if you really cut it down to brass tacks of it all, you could do mm. studies on the two different types. Based on what we think is good and bad, though? Based on human law? Is it really good or bad? Is anybody really going to, you know? I mean... Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, I mean, because... Because if you think about it, in that sense, general sense, people are like, oh, everybody's got a good and bad side to them. So what if the doppelganger, let's look at, let's think of it like this. So let's, what if the doppelganger isn't another person out there in the world that looks like you? What if it's your, then how do you explain people on the, how do you explain the people that are taking pictures of people on the same airplanes and stuff like that, Jeremy? Well, I mean, you could have somebody that looks at, uh, like, That's a doppelganger. what if that, Okay, so what if okay, what if that is um, a spiritual attachment that came from you? Because they are not always the I same. And if age, they've right? got a if they've got a family and a job and shit, that doesn't make any sense, guys, ladies and gentlemen. If you see somebody out there that looks exactly like you, and you've seen the videos, you've seen the pictures, that's a doppelganger. It's for every intensive purpose. It's a doppelganger. It's the exact definition, except for the okay, spirit. But they're not thing. always the same age. It doesn't matter. It doesn't say anything about same age. It's just sharing the exact same looks. So if exactly. you look exactly so alike if, somebody, then that's a doppelganger. What if or part clone? of your spirit left and went into a baby? And then... Moving much. on. Also in ancient religions, in ancient Egypt mythology, uh, a Ka was a tangible spirit double. They referred to it as a Ka. 
having the same memories and feelings as the person who they counterpart to. So they're saying that your doppelganger is a spirit double and that they have the same memories and feelings. So um, essentially that is where your deja vu comes from is you're not seeing stuff from your past or anything like that, but you're seeing stuff that your doppelganger is doing or has done that you two are connected. See that. See, well, you believe in every religion at this point. Well, that one believes in a lot more. (laughs) Like, I mean, that one makes a lot more sense. In one Egyptian myth entitled The Greek Princess, an Egyptian view of the Trojan War, a Ka of Helen was used to mislead Paris of Troy, helping to stop the war. So they're saying that a a spirit double of uh, Helen of Troy was used to help stop the war. And this is the Egyptian telling of how uh, the Trojan War happened. Interestingly enough, if you're wasn't a history she, buff, wasn't she the whole person? Exactly. That the yeah, war? they yeah. used her spirit double to distract them so they could keep the other one out of harm. Essentially, mm. is what they're saying. Norse folklore also talks of spirit doubles. They describe entities known as Vard Vardogar. Yeah, yeah, Vardogar, <laughs> ghostly beings that are preceded that preceded their living counterparts taking their places at various activities and performing actions in advance. The spirit with the subject's footsteps, the spirit with the subject's footsteps, voice, scent, and appearances, and overall demeanor precedes them in a location or activity, resulting in witnesses believing that they've seen or heard the actual person before the person physically arrives. So if uh, you've ever had... Like, you're like, oh, yeah, my uncle's coming over for dinner. And then, like, you're cleaning and you're doing stuff and you're waiting on them to arrive. And then you think that you hear him talking outside and you go outside and uncle ain't there yet. And you're like, huh, guess I'm just hearing shit. And you go back inside and then, like, five minutes later, he pops up. That's what the Norse are saying is that your spirit double pops up to these activities and places and things that you're going to do beforehand, before you get there, uh, and is almost like a spirit presence of yourself that wanders around. So, uh, which they also, it says that they also, sometimes this would be referred to as the normal day-to-day ghost that you see or that people believe haunt them, that it's not actual dead people but it's your spirit double of yourself that's moving around the house and you're seeing it thinking that you're seeing ghosts. So you're essentially haunting yourself. So you're telling me of uh, all the black shadows I've seen and having people say, oh, the places aren't haunted, it's just you. It's me seeing us. Well, that's kind of being haunted, right? So uh, the Norse Norse belief is if it was a shadow-like figure, uh, then you obviously have something dark that's looming over your life at that point in time, which would reflect on your spirit double. Um, and that clear right. spirits that you see are people that are just general people. So as your life improves, your spirit double that you see doesn't become a shadow anymore, if that makes any sense. But this, like I said, is just all different religions' belief. So... Uh, some of the Norse believed that the ghosts are really just you haunting your own self out there. Maybe that's what the doppelganger really is, but that doesn't give an excuse for the people that you can physically touch. 
um, the people from Ornkey Island in Scotland, or sorry, Orkney Island. Don't kill me out there. I know we've got Scotland fans. Orkney Islands in Scotland feared small fairy-like creatures called trowels, or maybe trows, T-R-O-W-S. According to legend, uh, the trowels would give birth to children who were apt to be sickly. Pregnant women who were carefully guarded from the trowels would often steal healthy human babies and replace them with their own children, known as changelings, a.k.a. doppelgangers. Now, there is a movie, and I can't remember the name of it, and it came out just a Two years ago, maybe? Um, and it's in Scotland where a woman's sick and it's literally changelings. It's them literally kidnapping uh, people and dragging them into the ground and storing their bodies and switching them out with changelings. Uh, it's a really good movie, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, though. No, I believe it. It sounds like a good concept. So, so yeah, essentially, um, the Ornkey Islands of Scotland, they believed that doppelgangers were changelings. Okay. And to round out more ancient beliefs in doppelgangers, many Native American cre- uh, creation myths likewise provide the role of dualistic twins. Uh, Hopi Native American legends referred to twins who are called the children of the sun, uh, excuse me, the child of the sun and the child of the water. Uh, the Hopi also believe in duality between upper world and underworld. Uh, that whatever is happening here in the upper world, the opposite is happening in the underworld to the exact same people. Uh, and so, not necessarily doppelgangers that the Native Americans believed in, but a duality, uh, meaning that uh, if you're a good person, whatever you're doing, that there's a bad version or bad something to represent you doing the opposite evil thing of the good that you're performing um so a child of the sun there'd be a child of the water uh, a child of earth the child of the underworld um, they believed in duality uh, always good and evil so yin and yang is what it sounds like sounds like that just about now, is it everywhere. just saying that's like with the, the hopi tribe or the is it yeah, says many native american creation myths okay believe in the duality of uh a good and a bad creating earth. Oh yeah. Uh, meaning like one of the same person. So essentially a doppelganger. So like with one of the European ones we mentioned earlier, maybe the Germans. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. It's almost the same. Like, yeah, there's a good and evil of you. Essentially. Yeah. But they didn't believe that there were, it doesn't show that they believed that, our doppelgangers were running around that there were more spiritual beings like um, godlike beings that had good and evil. So like if there was, if they had a God that they worshiped, then there had to be something that was just as equally as powerful. That was the exact opposite. That would be, or if there was something that made wind, then there had to be the exact opposite of it that made earthquakes or, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the balance of it. Um, but we have heard the Appalachian folklore on it as well. Uh, as as Jeremy, he came at you with the sentiment of not seeing your doppelganger, not meeting them, and how much bad luck that it is. And honestly, that probably could have been carried from uh, 
the changeling thing. <laughs> Since we, you know, that's a lot of the ancestors in uh, in the Scottish Appalachian or even the German. Like, yeah, that's a yeah. So the real question is, Jeremy, if you bumped into your doppelganger because you don't get to choose when this shit happens. So if you just turned a corner in a place that you've never been and then you ran into him, like he's you, no beard, but he looks exactly like you. No eyebrow piercing, no beard, but it's you. What do you do? What's your reaction? Since you're probably, against it. I'd probably, You've already uh, seen him. I would turn around and walk away as quickly as possible and try to forget. I mean, they're uh, going to be like, oh, excuse me, or something like that. Unless they're go, no, 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 no. What if they're your evil version and they just fucking shoulder you? I'm walking away. I no, probably, no, you're a little hot-headed. I don't you'd go, oh, I'm the better Jeremy. <laughs> I, yeah, but no, if that's the case, if it looked just like me, I'd probably do a double take and be like, shit, no. And if they tried to stop and talk to me, at that point, I would probably make it a point to look like a crazy person. Just be like, get away! Yeah, I'd scream, yeah. No, I wouldn't want it, man, because it does. That's something that's always really freaked me out ever since mm-hmm. I was a kid. Because that's something we've always heard since we were children. Well, but... I mean, you see people, all kinds of people. That There's even apps where you can look up... Uh... Yeah, It'll try to match stupid. you with people. So what the original plan for this was, but Chad is not here. And so what I want to do is because he was kind of looking forward to this episode is um, this is going to be the doppelganger episode, but we are going to come back with an update because I'm going to try to find our doppelgangers on the internet. Um, we already know who Chad's is. It's Will, it's Will Wheaton. Um, yeah, but- he's Will Wheaton. Uh, Will Wheaton is Chad's, but I'm going to try to look for people who aren't famous. Uh, that's doppelgangers. But now, time to the science part, since we're going to the very end here, we're drawing closer. The science part of this is that the likelihood of a doppelganger is quite um, common, actually. Because if you think about it, we all have DNA. We've all got the same DNA. It just varies ever so slightly. So, And I used to think of this as a kid. Maybe that's led to the overthinking that I constantly do, partially. But I used to sit in school and be like, you know, if you think about it, there's only so many possibilities that you could, like, have eyes proportioned, eyebrows, and things like that. And if you've got 8.4 billion people on the planet, then there's a pretty damn good chance that you've got at least two people that look almost identical to you. Yeah. Uh, so scientifically, it's not that uncommon. You could literally have an Asian version of you. You could literally have a Middle Eastern version. Um, you know, there could be many different versions. You could have somebody in the next county that looks like you, but he doesn't know how to do his beard right or something like that. Or uh, what you if know. you found a female version of yourself? That would be cool. For then, what are you doing? Mm, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm taking myself out on the town is what I'm doing. I'm going to go, hey, girl, how you going? Man, what's going on? That would be wild, though. Well, a female version of yourself. I mean, I the, do believe. Even be the prettiest girl that I've luck. ever seen, I believe. <laughs> even though I do believe it's bad luck, I, I think you're right. I think there is a chance that there being at least two other people that could look has like to be. I mean, not just one. I feel like as the numbers increase, honestly, um... It's very, it's becoming more and more likely the uh, the more the uh, population increases. Now, I mean, you might have a seven-year-old that looks like you. 
you might have somebody that's 16 that looks exactly like you when you were 16 because like Jeremy said, they don't have to be the exact same age. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. They don't have to be born on the same date or nothing, but they can look exactly like you. Now, I would want to do some, um, uh, what was it? Lindsay Lohan. What was her movie? Freaky Friday? Yeah. No, 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 no. What no, Double Trouble? No. Yeah, no, what? No. Sister. No, not Sister Act. What the hell? That's Whoopi Goldberg. I was going to say Sisterhood. No, okay. Anyway. Trap. Parent trap. Yeah, parent trap. I would love to do some parent trap top shit. Um, like if you found a, a double that lived in England and you lived in America, and you're like, oh, let's switch. That would be cool. Would you not do it? How's your wife look? Well, how's yours? You want to switch? <laughs> no, never. Well, I guess you'd have to get your hair cut and stuff, but then the accent would be hard to get down to. You can't even, like, especially if they spoke another language, then what would you do? Oh, God. Like, if they didn't speak fluent English and you met your doppelganger, would you guys just sit and point at each other? Would it be like the Spider-Man, Spider-Man. thing where you're like... <laughs> ah, I don't know. I don't know. Doppelgangers. They could be ghosts. They could be spirit doubles. They could be uh, changelings. They could be you in an alternate dimension like us portrayed, where it's literally you that's just trapped away wanting to get out and wanting to put you where they're at or to kill you so that they're the only version of themselves. A lot of different ways that the doppelganger thing could be true. And we know that it is true because you've seen them. But like Jeremy said, there's always a possibility that they're just putting on an act. Maybe they really are bad luck and maybe they really are putting a curse on you or maybe they're just out to get you. Or maybe you're the one cursing them. Ooh, what if that was the case? That would be scary. Oh, you're the curse for them? I wouldn't feel as bad then, would you? (laughs) I was like, well, I got out of that one. Yeah, you're the bad one. Yeah, well. It would be kind of cool if there was uh, our three doppelgangers doing this same podcast in another dimension. That would would be neat. Yeah, I'd listen. Yeah, they just played our uh, intro and, ex- uh, and uh, exit song backwards instead of it going forward. You just ran around here. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, everybody keep an eye out out there because uh, it's a little creepy. It's coming. Leave me alone. He doesn't believe it. Don't you know what happens on Halloween? Yeah, we can. <laughs> Winding it down with another episode. Doppelgangers. Now, this is something that I'm still going to carry on here because I'm keep an eye out for real because you literally could bump into somebody that you don't know. You're on vacation, you could see yourself. What you choose to do with that information after you've seen it is up to you. Do you believe that it's bad luck or are you going to make friends with them? Going to trade lives? Yeah, and uh, I completely, it completely slipped my mind, but I've showed you recently. Somebody that I've worked with lives up, literally, I'm, we're Virginia, they're California. They said I've got a doppelganger. I've showed Justin. There's similarities, but it's not down to the point. No, it's not a doppelganger, but he, there's similarities. There's similarities. So, uh, I have... I know if you see one to the point. Yes. If you guys are listening and you are on any of our socials, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh I think it's really on. Oh, uh, TikTok. 
Uh, send us our doppelgangers. I want to review them. I will throw them up on the story. Anybody that looks like this, and I'll, I'll put the comparison photos up, and uh, we'll see. We'll see who the real doppelgangers are, if we've got any. Heck, I'd like to meet them. Bring them on the pod. Let's see them in person. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I've been. This has been Justin and Jeremy with the Halloween 365 podcast. Catch us next time, next week. Stay spooky.